0: We actually have a decent amount of news. Last few weeks, there's been uh, quite literally nothing going on. But in the sport that never sleeps, we finally got some news to awaken. Uh, my name is Andrew, alongside Dave. How are we doing today, man?
1: Doing all right. Hanging in there. I'm excited. Finally, something's happening. And I just can't wait for the season to start.
0: Yeah. Obviously, you have the, the Penn State hat on. I have a backwards Arizona hat on because I always wear this hat for some odd reason. Okay. Uh, and you know what? I'm going to start on a tangent. You know what? Who cares? Penn State fan, uh, what's the thoughts on the whiteout situation with big noon kickoff?
1: All right, so I kind of – I knew it was going to happen because – wait, the whiteout's big noon kickoff? Is that – No,
0: so Ohio State's no, 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 the big so noon kickoff. It's the
1: night game, right? Sorry, I got confused. Yeah. That's the night game. Minnesota's Minnesota. whiteout,
0: Ohio State got the, the big noon yeah. kickoff treatment.
1: Okay, so as somebody that goes to Penn State, Ohio State every year coming from New York, um, for me at least – It kind of sucks because now I'm going to have to get to my Airbnb that I'm renting and then be at the tailgate fields by five in the morning and then try to figure out by like that. But I don't know. I just thought it was really weird that you have Ohio State coming to town and that's the big noon kickoff. I mean, Fox will do whatever they want. Um, It'll be fun, Minnesota whiteout. But I just think that they kind of screwed the pooch on that, because if you want your viewers, Ohio State.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's upsetting, but at the same time, Fox is making the business decision that they know is going to benefit them. Oh, yeah. So you can't, you can't fault them, but you can also fault them for being like, ah, oh, come on, this kind of sucks. Yeah. Like, I'm a Minnesota fan. I'm going to try and get to that game. But I also, like, I understand Penn State fans wanting, you know, Ohio State rather than Minnesota. I'm not too much of an egotistical person to think that Minnesota is a better game than Ohio State. I'm a little egotistical because I think it's going to be a good game, but not to that extent. But you also said five o'clock for tailgate lots.
1: Yeah. So the way that it works that you can get there as early as you want. So for a noon game, we'll probably start tailgating at like five, six in the morning.
0: Ours open at like seven.
1: Yeah, I don't. I think it's either five or six. I haven't really driven there yet usually when i was a student i just walk over and find the tailgate but this is the first year we're setting our own up so yeah i think five is the earliest i could be wrong but that's the point at the moment
0: i i need to try and find some sort of a tailgate if i can get out there because no dig because i love minnesota our tailgates not are not our specialty
1: yeah our tailgates are incredible it's just a whole grass lot i don't know if anyone listening has ever done it but it's it's so much fun. It's and there's so many and people are like pretty friendly. So like you walk around, talk to people. Sometimes one tailgate becomes four tailgates and a whole big tailgate. Um, yeah, we did one year, Penn State Ohio State when the fourth in fourth and six that play, for that tailgate, my buddy's like family friend got rented an RV. And we had RV spots right outside the stadium. It was so much fun. Yeah, it's perfect for tailgating over
0: there. Yeah. Sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, and you know, what? we're going to try and avoid the tangents, but they're going to happen because it seems like whenever we do a podcast together, it's just, is tangent city. Always so, off the rails. Yeah. Well, and this one took about 12 seconds to get off the rails, yeah. but we'll try huh? and <laughs> stay on the straight and narrow because we do need to talk about Arch Manning. The high school prospect rated a 1.0 according to 24, five stars, the whole shebang and tied for the best ever just like the other two 1.0 quarterbacks of all time are going to Texas. Quinn Ewers by way of Ohio state, but they'll have a nice conversation about that when Arch gets there next year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you, do you have any just initial comments on Manning to Texas at this time? I mean, good for Texas, man. That's awesome. I had no idea where Arch Manning was going to
1: go. I personally thought he was going to go somewhere in the SEC. I didn't know if he was going to go like his uncles to Ole Miss or Tennessee or whatever, but I think Texas is, like, he wants to be in the spotlight, so Texas is the perfect spot. And it's it's a very – that's a tough place to play, too, because, God forbid, his first year he doesn't show up and he's not great. He, they're going to be coming after him. But what I'm curious about, what I'm what I'm interested in is the relationship, like you brought up Quinn Ewers, what their relationship is going to be, if Ewers is going to be open to, like, helping him out and that kind of stuff, or if he's just going to be like, F this, like, I can't believe that – I'm your guy. And you went out and got Arch Manning. I'm very curious about that dynamic between the two of them and how that's going to turn out.
0: Yeah. I think with the whole recruiting thing, this was probably the best opportunity for Arch Manning because I, I don't think Saban was, this is going to sound weird. I don't think Saban wants to deal with the headache of a Manning on his team. I don't think he wants to deal with having just that much more spotlight on one of his quarterbacks. Cause we know what happens when he gets asked about quarterbacks if if we go back a few years, he, he's, he's just gonna ask you to quit asking. Mm-hmm. But I, I always thought it was down to Texas and Georgia. I never saw Tennessee as an option because they do have uh, Nico. I'm going to mess this up. Uh I, am Aleva. I think that's that's pretty good. I thought it was Yamaleva. Then I was watching 24 7 and they said Ayama Leva. I believe it was Josh Pay. Shout out, uh, amazing show. But so if it is Ayama Leva. He's there. I doubt that was ever an opportunity for mm-hmm. Arch Ole Miss, I don't think. I th- I think that was just kind of a flirt with Lane Kiffin. I mean, yeah, Lane Kiffin and a Manning that would have broken social media. Insane. And then there was that small rumor about Virginia because I believe mm-hmm. Arch's mom went to Virginia. Yeah. And if if you would have went to Virginia, whoa, that I, that I think.
1: Been, <laughs> yeah, that would have actually been kind of cool, but also been like, now I got to watch Virginia football. Come on. And I guess they would have won eight games with him, but yeah, I'm glad he's, I'm glad he's somewhere big like Texas.
0: Yeah. And the thing I don't think we're talking enough about with his recruitment is the fact that after he committed, which by the way, was about two or three days after his high school teammate, a three-star tight end uh, committed to Texas after the OV, there have been a ton of commits to Texas. Yeah. They've gotten a good amount of offensive alignment, which is good. You're going to protect Arch. Hopefully they can protect Quinn while he's still there, but I I love it for Texas. I don't care what you think of Arch. I don't care what you think of, oh, he's going to bust because he's a Manning or whatever, or he's going to be amazing because he's a Manning. It's just great for Texas because not only does it give them quarterback for after Quinn Ewers, it gives them more commitments because people want to play with Arch. People want to play with Quinn. People are saying that Texas is on the rise. We're not going to say Texas is B-A-C-K yet, but (laughs) in the recruitment rankings, which it's June 28th. So they don't mean diddly squat. They're looking pretty back.
1: They are. Yeah. It's going to be an exciting time. And then the SEC, how that's going to got to get these guys in now. If you want to try to contend in the SEC. Uh, Yeah. They, they may be BACK. Who knows? We'll have to see.
0: Yeah. If, if Texas can be BACK, then (laughs) Not only is it going to be fun because just Texas is a football brand that we need, but they're going to be going into the SEC. They're going to be going into the trenches with OU, A&M, Arkansas, three other programs that are doing pretty well. Oklahoma, not as much, but depends on what you believe Brett Venables to be as a head coach. Hmm. So Arch Manning, Texas, great job. I will say one more thing. There's a lot of pressure being a five-star. I think there's significantly more pressure being a Manning.
1: Oh, yeah. it's it's he, he. They've been talking about him since he was in the eighth grade. It's yeah. like watch Archman. It's, it's, it's kind of like watching like Lamelo and Lonzo Ball, those guys, but it's different because you're a Manning, so it's not as polit- like publicized as the balls were. But you're a Manning. Like we've been watching this kid int- interested in him playing ball since the eighth grade. And finally he is going to be at Texas in a year. And I'm just being a Manning is just so tough because if you aren't as good as your, your uncles or grandpa, it's, he's Cooper's son. So I guess we'll have to find out, but I'm excited.
0: You mentioned the balls. Imagine if Cooper Manning was just the LeVar ball of football. <laughs> um, imagine the amount of publicity Arch would have had over the last few years. It, it would just be perfect. Now yeah. I'm kind of glad he's not, even though I love LeVar ball. I think he's, he's so funny. And he raised so many great basketball players, but I feel like it's just a little bit better for Arch Manning right now. But two other quarterbacks we go, because it's not just Arch Manning. There are a lot of quarterbacks in this recruiting class. We talked about Nico Ayamaleva. I don't believe he's participating in Elite 11 this week. I believe he's – I think he's there. I just don't think he's competing. Uh, Malachi Nelson committed to USC. Is there Dante Moore? Not – Committed anywhere yet, even though not breaking news. It seems like a lot of news about him is to Oregon. That's nothing official, but just what I've seen. Uh, who else is there? Because I'm definitely forgetting names. But there, there are a lot of talented quarterbacks at Elite 11. In fact, there's one that's taking a lot of headlines right now by the name of Jaden Rashada from the state of California, just committed to the University of Miami just a few days ago the u you, baby and uh, a little interesting news came out when that happened because there were reports saying that he earned an nil deal and i'm going to put air quotes around nil because until i learn more about the nil i don't believe you can earn an nil deal coming out of high school i think that's more of oh not legal but it's a a way boosters can pay players without being looked down upon more than they were in the past, even though we like players getting paid. uh, It looks like he was getting a nine and a half million dollar NIL deal to go to Miami, which in the recent days, both his agent, the booster and Jaden himself have declined. They've said that that isn't true, but I think the more interesting fact is that in that same post, he turned down an $11 million deal to go play for Florida. Yeah,
1: he said that it's not about the money. It's whatever is fits best for him, which is, I think, great um, that you're not focused on the money. Because I know a lot of guys would see that $11 million number and be like, I don't care who's offering – if UMass is offering $11 million, I'll go play there. Um <laughs> Like there's a lot of guys that would just go do that, and I'm probably like that too. Yeah, it's just so crazy the way this is how it has blown up, and these kids can get 11 million dollars to play college ball. Like they don't even have to play. Like Quinn Ewers got a million dollars at Ohio State and didn't even play for them and left. I just think that it's great that they're getting paid as they should, but it's just so crazy the way that it influences recruiting and the transfer portal and all that stuff that. Somewhere along the line, you gotta to try to regulate it because it's going to get crazier than it is right now.
0: Yeah, um, I'm I'm proud because I just held back an awful pun. But <laughs> just know it if you know '90s West Coast rap, you know what term, uh, what song I was about to bring up uh, with regulating the nil, but. Yeah, this is getting a little crazy. It's because ah, I don't even think this is NIL because the NIL is name, image, likeness. He's not really getting paid for his name, image, likeness. He's getting paid for going to the university. University's university is not going to use his name, image, likeness for stuff that they wouldn't use recruits that they're not paying for. They're paying him for the product that he's going to produce on the field. Mm-hmm. So that's another place where... We're in a gray area right now. It's impossible to get to, you know, this is what we need, or you know what, just have the wild west. We don't know what's going on. Just do whatever the heck you want. If you have money, spend it. If you don't have money, sucks for you. But we we need to find a little bit like closer to one of those sides. Like if we're gonna have an all out spending battle, not completely against it, but you also need to like say, hey, let's let's not pay two million dollars for a kicker.
1: Yeah, it's you got to regulate it like because that could easily happen. It's bidding work it be free agency and the NBA or baseball or whatever it is. It's it just could it could come to that. Hopefully it doesn't. But I mean, if you're a player, you it's it's hard to not say yes to that kind of money.
0: Yeah, I mean, we also got to think about it. These kids are just coming out of high school. They're yeah. 18. That's insane. They're, they're they're slightly younger than me. People slightly younger than me are getting paid seven figures yeah but it's,
1: it's it's like if i'm coming out of high school and someone's like here's 11 million dollars i would be like well, yeah all right i'll go i'll do whatever like it's 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 so tempting and these boosters have the money like my I, I know it probably isn't true the miami nil deal but like miami has wealthy boosters from the city of miami these big schools ohio state all these big famous moguls go to these big time schools. I like can just throw money at a guy and he'll be like, all right, yep, I'll play football for you for a year. If I don't play, then I can leave. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I don't think the numbers are correct. Do I think he's getting paid something? Yes, of course. 100%. I mean, he's a four-star quarterback. He's not, most likely, he's not getting paid $9.5 million, but I also don't think he's not getting paid some money. He's getting something. It's the University of Miami. I mean, there's, there's something involved. There's something involved at every school. A but a, a kid is going to play at Miami. You don't think he's getting a nice car or something? You don't think he's oh, getting a nice apartment? Yeah, come he's,
1: on. He's going to be able to go to clubs and bars and whatever he wants. And They'll be like, oh, hey, yeah, come in. They'll <laughs> well,
0: probably give him a fake ID.
1: Oh, 100%. Yeah, he'll get, it. He'll get if, every if, single perk you can think of in that city.
0: If the bouncers don't just let him in because he's the quarterback for Miami. hmm Yeah. Which, man, that would be an amazing perk. Not not whoa, encouraging whoa. Uh, the use of a fake ID or underage shrinking, <laughs> but um, covering all my legal bases right here. Just be uh, legal. Sure.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Wink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, unless
0: you're the Miami quarterback, then you know what, do whatever like, you, you want. want. Uh, but yeah great job from Miami. They're killing it in this recruiting class. We're going to talk about that a little bit later because we're going to introduce a new little segment called This or That. It's pretty uh, pretty complicated. You're mm-hmm. going to have two options and you're going to have to choose between this or that. I know. It's a groundbreaking theory that I completely thought of on my own. Mm-hmm. No one's ever done it before. So, uh, great job by me. We're going to start off. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Death Valley or Death Valley?
1: I'm gonna go not Clemson solely because Dabo just bothers me. Like I think it's awesome. They go touch the rock and they run down, but Dabo he's leading you down the field is just like come on, dude. Don't don't if you take Dabo out of the the, the then it's a fair fight. But I just I, I gotta go LSU just because of Dabo is just bothering me. And I love at night there, I love the five yards every I don't know why just like that when it's five, 10, 15, 20, 25, just, I just think it's perfect. And it's just in the lights in Louisiana. So I'm picking death Valley.
0: Yeah. If you told me you're going to a prime time game, it's either in Clemson, South Carolina or Baton Rouge, Louisiana, knowing everything that's around tiger stadium, I'm, I'm going to lean towards Baton Rouge, not even just because of the stadium, but everything around it, even though night games at tiger stadium are electric, they are elite. It is stellar. They're prime time. You know, you're getting on ABC. You're getting on, you know, CBS if it's an SEC matchup. It's amazing. I want to get down there sometime. I'm also going with the LSU Death Valley, not the fake one that's in South Carolina. Next up, would you rather have an elite passing attack but a non-existent rushing attack or an elite rushing attack and a non-existent passing attack? So would you rather be Army or in NFL team?
1: Yeah, I you got to go passing. I love the run. I love pounding the rock. But I – like Minnesota, as you know, they use run the ball. Tanner Morgan can't throw yeah. the ball. And I want to have – I'd rather have a Mike Leach offense that just slings it and absolutely elite no one can stop, which is pretty much what LSU was a couple of years ago with Joe Burrow and Clyde could catch the ball and do whatever. But, yeah, I, you got to go – because you got – there's nothing better than just watching – a beautiful spiral down the field, 80 yards for a touchdown. I love the run, but I just can't watch a game you're just going to run the ball the entire time. It's really tough.
0: See, I think that's where we differ because I love watching people run the ball. Sure, you get your random, you know, you can't get past the line scrimmage or it's a two-yard game but it's just demoralizing. If you're stacking the box with nine and you're still giving up like 300 rushing yards, that's just demoralizing. The defense has got to be just crying at halftime. If you have an elite passing attack, what's the point of having a defensive lineman? Then you just put 10 people in coverage and have a spy. I, I like my chances with that rather than if you have 11 guys in the box, probably not 11. Cause you have to have guys watching the outside Huh. or maybe a nine guys guy deep game. yeah not nine or eight guys in the box but then you've got probably seven or eight linemen you got your quarterback lead blocker too see that's why i love army navy the the atmosphere yes it's amazing it's america's college football game you know arms forces going at it but i mean that's just a great way of watching football it's how it used to be now i'm not saying that this era of football sucks because I love throwing the football, but my gosh, if you run for 250, 300 yards on someone that's more demoralizing than giving up 600 passing yards, because you can give up 600 passing yards. I forget who it was against, but KJ Costello did it. What was it? Two years ago for Mississippi mm-hmm. state. Yeah, he did. But imagine giving up 400 rushing yards to Vanderpilt. Yeah. I'm you, you, sure. You would probably quit football. That would be your last game. You would say, you know what? I can't get any lower. Might as well quit now because there, there's just no coming back from this. So I'm gonna take the rushing attack. And a great That's passing attack is set up by a rushing attack. That's true. But counterpoint, if you
1: only I feel like when you say elite rushing attack, then you're not your quarterback can't throw the ball. That's kind of how I viewed the situation. True. If I'm running an air raid. And yeah, like I'll run the ball a little bit. You'll you'll get, you'll pound the rock a little bit. You can get four yards, maybe every carry. Um, But like I just see if I'm running the ball eventually and you have a great rushing attack, that's perfect, fine, like Wisconsin. But Wisconsin's never won anything with anybody. Melvin Gordon, Monte Ball, they just run the ball with these great running backs. But then you have Joel Stave, a quarterback. You're not doing anything. Like it's just, it's just, It's great football, but it just has to be infuriating to watch when your quarterback can't move and can't throw. Army-Navy, maybe one of the best. It's not maybe one of. It is one of the best games every single year. It's just fantastic, the atmosphere, like you said. But I don't want to watch every single game, every football game for the rest of my life. I wouldn't be able to do that. I'd be like, I'd fall asleep. It's just you got to give me a guy, give me a six foot five quarterback, evading, chucking the ball. That's all I want. I love it.
0: Now, see what if I said, give me a six-five quarterback, but we just run wildcat power down their throats.
1: Ooh, ooh, ooh I won a Super Bowl Madden like that one year. <laughs> Andy Woodhead, yeah, I did. Yeah, that's true. If you're gonna give me that, like, a, like a Blake Bell type, then you're then then now the gears returning because I'm I'm just I was thinking of a traditional power eye run 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 run. run. Oh
0: no! Yeah, I mean that's a little different. There's got to be creativity
1: in there. Yeah, that's exciting, actually. But I'm gonna stick with I'm gonna stick with the pass because you can hook and ladders. Give me everything.
0: That's true. Passing attack is fun, but rushing attack for me is like a chess game. That's true, and I suck at chess.
1: Shout out Lou Nichols, best rusher in the game.
0: Lou Nichols is very freaking good. I love Lou Nichols. Uh, We talked about rivalries. We're gonna talk about two right here. Would you rather go to the game? At location of your choice for either of these, would you rather go to the game or the iron bowl?
1: Iron bowl. It's just, just, just every single year. I'm glued to that every single year. The iron bowl is just every, because it's, it's, it's all, they're either two of the best teams or Auburn isn't great. And Alabama's number two in the country, like last year, you just can't beat the iron bowl. It's just so it's college football to me. That's what college football is. It's the iron bowl. And I, I, I would, I would love to go to Tuscaloosa or Auburn just to watch one of those games. It looks, it's insane every year.
0: I, I would choose going to Jordan Hare for that game just cause Oh yeah, not only I, I believe that to be a better stadium, but just to be able to think this is where the kick six happened. I mean, just a legendary moment. It's one of the best, if not the best college
1: football play, Ever. It's incredible.
0: Yeah, I mean, and, and even when, you talked about it, even when Auburn's not great, this year they lost by, what, two points? Well, they got because of the stupid
1: overtime rule, and then Alabama yeah. somehow went 93 yards, whatever it was, in a minute and score. It was crazy. Yeah. Like, you just don't get that. That's the only series, like, rivalry game that I think you can get that every single year in and out, no matter where you go.
0: I, I was watching the scoreboard because obviously I couldn't watch that game because I was at a different game. And mm-hmm. I was like, what the heck is going on in this game right now? Because I saw for three and a half quarters, Auburn's winning. And it was just like, well, Alabama, what the heck is going on? And then I see on my phone, TJ Finley's playing. Yeah. Because I completely forgot about that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so this isn't even a Bo Nick's Heisman dark horse game. No, This this is a T.J. Finley on one leg yeah. beating the eventual SEC champions, eventual national championship runner-ups. And this Auburn team, we criticized them throughout the last half of the season because they sucked, and they gave up big leads to teams like Mississippi State, which no offense to Mississippi State, but if you're up 28-3 to three on Mississippi State, you should probably beat Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. And then we had this whole off season, Parson – Auburn's a weird team, which is why I want to watch them. Exactly. I
1: would like to go to the game for a second, and uh, this is also why I pick Iron Bowl. I've been to the shoe a couple times, twice, I believe. (laughs) It's Ohio State fans, listen to me. Why are you so quiet at all times during the game? It's just constantly just – just quiet. I got yelled at once because I was being too loud at the game. Some girl like yelled in my ear. She was like, stop. I, I was wearing Penn State stuff, obviously. But I was like, it's just so quiet. You guys are kicking our ass and there's nothing. OHIO, the chant, it's cool for the first three times. The rest of the time, it, don't, you, got, you don't have to do it 15 times. Ann Arbor, big house, that's the place I would like to go. But the shoe, beautiful, great
0: football because they kick our ass every year. A little bit of a snooze fest. 've actually never heard that I've, I've heard similar things about uh Athens Georgia but never about Columbus Ohio yeah
1: That's-
0: it's 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 weird dude it's just
1: it's so I mean obvious I could it could just be me but like I've when I'm there it's just maybe it was a noon kickoff maybe it, I just it just isn't it gets allowed for like I guess a big play but there's no like yelling screaming during like Sean Clifford's allowed to line up and he can talk to his guys. He doesn't have to like, like signal anything. Cause he can hear the entire time. That's what I, it's just very quiet. I just weird to me. And I, I'll never get used to it.
0: Yeah. Quiet and college football games only happen when the home team is getting obliterated by a mm-hmm. massive underdog on the road. I should know. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to move on Falcons. before I get PTSD flashbacks of the Falcons.
1: Only green Falcons, baby.
0: Oh, boy. That was really homecoming. I don't think I've said this on a podcast. Their cheer squad were the biggest group of like, they were just chanting in our faces, the student section. And it's like, bro, what? You, what, you were playing?
1: I mean, what else are they – I mean, that's that's their job. Hype up or get in your face. Good for
0: them, man. I've never heard of a cheer squad getting in other teams' faces, though. They're, they're they supposed all. to be, like, cheering on your your student sections, like, woo-hoo, yeah, M I N N E S O T A. But it's like I've, I've never heard them, a traveling cheer squad, go to the student section and just rub it in their faces. Yes, we know we lost.
1: Okay? <laughs> that's awesome, actually. I love that.
0: I he mean, I know it must have
1: stung for you, but as a, as a neutral party, that's so funny.
0: It was the second worst thing I saw because the worst was the Illinois punter doing the row and then just snapped the oar. That, oh, killed, me. that killed me.
1: Illinois makes me sad. They really, they really
0: screw you, Burt Bilma. Yeah. Um, but we're going to move on. Hot dog versus soft pretzel. I feel like this one's kind of easy.
1: I mean, for me, I love both. I love a hot dog. I love a soft pretzel. For me, a hot dog is a baseball food. I just associate hot dogs with going to a baseball game. So I'm gonna have to go soft pretzel because I just don't. it's for me, a hot dog is a is a is a is a baseball food. And Penn State, you no, know, I don't know if a lot of people know this. We have these chicken baskets, chicken buckets that you get at the game. Yeah. If that was a choice, far and away that. But I want to go soft pretzel.
0: I feel like my midwesterner is coming out and saying I understand people saying hot dog. If you're a midwesterner and you're not getting a brat, yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's a brat. Okay? I don't I don't want that Nathan's packaged in if by the way, dirty water Some dog. people some people don't know what the casing for some hot dogs are and when you tell them they don't believe you and then they realize oh I won't say it because this isn't a food podcast, but if if you aren't aware of what some hot dog casing is, uh, go do some research. Google it's kind of, yeah. kind of disgusting. But I, if it's brat versus soft pretzel, I'm taking a brat and I'm oh, putting yeah. some spicy brown mustard on it mm-hmm. and I am going crazy. But I'm going with the soft pretzel. If you get me some of that warm cheese sauce, throw some jalapenos in there. Oh, yeah. Love it. But at the same time, I also don't eat during college football games. So I, I don't know if that's a weird thing. This is probably more of a tailgate question.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, tailgates, you get, yeah, that's true. Some pulled pork, buffalo Ooh. chicken dip. So much you can do with tailgates. Brisket. Brisket. Little mac and cheese in there.
0: Oh, we had a barbecue like- truck as one of our tailgates. And my gosh, it looked Ooh. good.
1: Yeah, that's, that sounds really good to make my way down there now get some barbecue
0: yeah i feel like that's another great opportunity for restaurants to advertise just get a food truck and tailgate at a college football game
1: oh yeah that's that's you get you'll get drunk fans they'll be like oh let me try this that happened ohio state once we were walking in the street and we had this chicken we had this chicken they gave us maple syrup to dip it in it was the best piece of chicken i've had in my entire life shout out that place it's close we forgot the name we've never been <laughs> able to find it again um, but yeah, that's what you got to do. You got to line the streets with food trucks. Great idea. Let's start. Let's do it. Let's go to Minnesota. We'll, we'll start a business. We'll make grilled cheeses or something. We'll sell them to people.
0: Grilled cheese and brats. And for every purchase, you get a free beer. So you get all the college students there. Oh, wow. We, we'd be mobbed.
1: <laughs> we'd be so... Be... This
0: is genius. We just created the next best business venture. We need to trademark to this. Oh, my
1: God. This is genius. You get a free beer with every food item and people would be like um can i they probably won't even eat the food but they gotta pay for it so it's, it's yeah it's very worth it
0: they'd probably just drink the beer and then when they were drunken enough off the beers then they'd be like okay now i'm hungry now i'm hungry yep <laughs> exactly we started talking about college football high school football arch manning now we're talking about creating a food truck and taking if, over college football tailgates.
1: Idea, if anyone listening to this uh we uh we might trademark this idea so you're gonna have to go through us oh, we have to uh yeah, it's brilliant. And I think that we're gonna do it. We could make it we could do locations across the country too. We'll make like a oh, chain of
0: food chain. You truck. know what? We could do that, or we could do a road trip.
1: Yes. Go across the country.
0: That Every college be, game
1: day location. You
0: Almost know what? Of the official restaurant of college game day. Hit us up, Espn.
1: Yeah, we have gotta find a name for the truck. If you have any names for the truck? Let us know. This is this is genius. It's in,
0: how has no one ever thought of this?
1: I don't know. I'm sure people have done it but yeah this is wow we just this is this is a groundbreaking podcast.
0: This is history. you are witnessing history. And since you are witnessing history, you might as well like the video. You know, if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your podcast, follow, subscribe, share, all that stuff. Everyone tells you to do it. You might as well do it for us because we really appreciate it. Follow T-Portal CFP on Twitter. So I'm sure this is going to end up clipped on there as well. But we will move away from food for a little bit, even though it's tough, too, because we just made some history. Uh, Starting quarterback on a great FCS team for this example, we can say any FCS team doesn't have to just be North Dakota state. Cause that's what you think of, okay. or would you be a backup on a mid-level power five? So we're not talking Vanderbilt. We're talking like a, like a Texas tech. Okay. So this is the easiest question
1: anyone's ever asked me. It's the backup on a Texas tech like team because look, it's not about playing for the it's, about the atmosphere you get to sit in these stadiums you don't have to play it's the best job in the world i've been saying to my friends for years the best job in the world is to either be is a backup on a huge team or a backup in the nfl because you to these huge stadiums you're on the football team you're gonna go to parties you get to you meet people it's just it's just far and away that's just awesome you don't have to play either so no one's ever gonna be mad at you you're just on the team it's backup on like a texas tech like team that's easy answer
0: I feel like it kind of depends on where I am, which is kind of weird because I made this question and I don't know the answer to it. Mm-hmm. Like if, if you gave me two definitive answers, I'd probably be able to pick. Like if I was picking between North Dakota State and Texas Tech, I would realistically pick Texas Tech because screw the cold. Yeah, but, also true. I mean, then at the same time, I get to play in the Fargo Dome. And if you're starting quarterback in the FCS, especially North Dakota state, then you have a chance to go to the NFL where you can be a backup and then be a backup quarterback in the NFL. Okay. So do you want to have the possibility of having the two level attack of the college quarterback and the quarterback in the NFL? You might not play a lot, or maybe you're the next Trey Lance, but you could also be the next Easton stick. I Stick of the great life Easton stick. He, he won. He he's won the, the lottery in life. What? He's still he's with the Chargers, think on, on the
1: Chargers, I think, or he's in the league at least.
0: Yep, he's on the Chargers.
1: Okay. That guy, that's that's the prime. That guy's living the best life of all time. What's his salary? Let's find out. Let's check
0: out. It's probably not much, but it's. <laughs> I, I say not much. He, it's- he's
1: making a milli. two million dollars a year. He signed a. Okay, he signed a four-year, two million-dollar contract. So how much does he make a year? I don't know, man. hundred k. He's making, this year, he's making $965,000.
0: That's incredible. He's paying. Because he's getting paid $965,000 to hang out in Los Angeles with just Justin Herbert. Right. It's
1: incredible. <laughs> I might buy an Eastern stick jersey now. What a guy.
0: My hero. You know what? Man, now I really want to take the starting quarterback on a great FCS team. Because well, then, you'll, also... then you also have more face rec- recognizability recognition is that the word because like you could walk around lubbock and people might not know who you are you walk around fargo or you walk around missoula montana people are gonna know who the heck you are
1: but also you're playing with a fine line here you can either be Easton stick or you're carson wentz the last person in the world i want to be is carson wentz (laughs)
0: because okay i wouldn't say the last he's making a lot of money (laughs) Yeah, but he's just not very – yeah,
1: that's true. But, like, he gets yelled at a lot and booed. And I know – I have a lot of friends from Philly, and it's pretty interesting how they, uh, how they feel about him. But, yeah, I'd rather be Easton Stick than Carson Wentz. That's my hot take for the podcast.
0: I feel like I'd rather be Carson Wentz because he has a Super Bowl ring. But you know what? Easton Stick might have one soon because he's on the Chargers. Yeah. And we just turned into an NFL podcast. The tangents don't stop. Shout out Easton Stick. Shout-out Carson Wentz. Shout-out Trey Lance. Shout-out every FCS quarterback. Shout-out the great hey, Steve So I, I, I'll go mid-level P5 back up. You went mid-level P5 back okay, up, and we're going to right. go to the final question.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We kind of touched on it earlier with Miami. Mario Cristobal doing a great job at Miami so far. This recruiting cycle, doing amazing. He's getting a lot of buy-in from his higher-ups. A lot of money is going into the Miami football program. You can say the same thing about a certain college over in Los Angeles. No, it's not you, UCLA Bruins. No one cares about you. The USC Trojans. Would you rather be Lincoln Riley right now or Mario Cristobal?
1: Uh, Lincoln Riley, I think, because just actually, that no, I'd, I'd rescind. I'd rather be Mario Cristobal. There's so much less pressure on you to win right now because Miami isn't, hasn't been incredible since Mark Rick left. And they're not really expected to be a powerhouse where USC is a sexy pick to win the title this year. So I'd rather I'd rather be Chris Paul because there's a lot less pressure. And if you do incredible and you make this team, you get them in a New Year's Six Bowl. Everybody's going to love you and you can only go up. Lincoln Riley needs to win the Pac-12, essentially, for him to not be considered a failure in his first year.
0: I would agree with Ball. I would say for different reasons. Number one, Ball played at Miami. Mm -hmm. So we're kind of having the Scott Frost Nebraska effect, hopefully with a lot more success than Scott Frost is seeing in Lincoln Mm -hmm. right now. But I I think Ball also has the more proven quarterback. You can say all the things in the world about Caleb Williams. Oh yeah. He's this dynamic talent. Yes, he's talented, but I would much rather take Tyler Van Dyke right now than Caleb Williams. I don't know if that's a hot take to some people because I know Caleb Williams is like third in Heisman odds, which to me is kind of crazy because I thought he was one of the most overrated players last year, but that's a completely different conversation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He has the more consistent quarterback, Chris Ball, with Tyler Van Dyke. He doesn't really have the offensive weapons right now, but he's recruiting them. I think Miami's look, looking really good in recruiting. Of course, USC's probably going to be a little bit better because you know the talent in California is going to stay in California. But I, I, I agree with you. I think just Miami, not as much pressure to win right now with USC – this is gonna offend some people that are diehard usc fans usc fans are kind of bandwagon because if if you saw from last year the coliseum was probably more empty than the ruins in rome or greece (laughs) i'm not a history person yeah Yeah, the coliseum in rome there were there were more people there but they're probably not with us anymore
1: (laughs) yeah that's a good point uh I, I also LA is a weird sports town and the only route for you if you win. So Miami's the same way though, honestly. Like my dad went to Miami and he always told me that he loved like he loved the team and loved going to games. It was always empty. Like it's the same kind of thing there. Oh, but, yeah. You know, it's it's there's more pressure on Riley than Crystal. That's kind of my main takeaway from the question.
0: What I'll also say is there's probably less people on Miami because Miami doesn't have their own stadium. So whenever they finish constructing their stadium that they're going to plan on building, which they better, because I would love to see a Miami school stadium with a student section that hopefully cares about football Mm -hmm. rather than, you know, going to Miami Beach or something, because Miami football is better than the Miami Beach. I don't know if that's a hot take, but probably is to some people. But you know what? That's what this podcast is about. Not really, but we'll roll with it. I I would love to see Miami have their own stadium. If Cristobal can be the leader of the charge when Miami gets their own stadium, man, they're going to be rolling because you, you can even look at, we didn't even do this. We didn't even compare the conferences. USC has got to deal with Utah. They got to deal with one of the biggest money spenders outside the SEC in Oregon. And they're going to have UCLA who UCLA is not on their level, but they're always going to be like close because it is still UCLA. Yeah. But look in the ACC, Florida State's down for expectations from last year and comparison. Clemson is slightly down because they're not national championship title contenders. They don't have an elite quarterback talent unless you think highly of DJ Uyongalele. And to that I say, why? Mm, No. Nothing else in the ACC is really sexy right now. Miami.
1: Good point. Miami could be. They're very, they could be appealing. Yeah, you're right.
0: And especially with the new ACC schedule reformat I divisions are gone that we didn't even talk about, even though we're a college football podcast and that was probably the biggest news <laughs> that came out today. Yeah, that's true. We suck at our jobs.
1: And we're working on it. But I think that's awesome, the uh, the no, no divisions. I think it's great. Yeah. I think I, every – it should be.
0: Every conference needs to do it. Yep. Like the SEC, I know they're probably going to agree on something within the next year. They're probably going to go to 14 pods, which essentially is just the same thing that uh, the ACC just did, except, like, it'll be more pronounced because it's the SEC and everything has to be more pronounced. Mm -hmm. The Big Ten has to do it because, no offense, I don't want to play Purdue every year. Purdue is a good team. I don't care.
1: Do the three protected teams, like, yeah, State should play Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State every year. I'm, I'm, I am i i do not want to play exactly. I don't want to play Rutgers in Maryland every year. I just, yeah, it just, yeah, just get rid of it and have the three protected teams. You know what it should be if you if you follow the conference, yeah. and oh. that's how it should be done.
0: Actually, the more I'm thinking about it, I'm trying to think of who Minnesota's 13 is because obviously we have Iowa and Wisconsin, but there's a part of me that wants to say our third team is actually Michigan because the Brown Jug. Yeah, probably then. Because I know people are gonna say, "Oh, well they you have get to." Purdue, probably. Honestly.
1: Ew! No yeah. one wants
0: Purdue. Yeah. Sorry, Keegan, but no one wants
1: Purdue. Uh, I, think, cause like, I think they're gonna. I feel like they gotta keep it. So I guess we'll find. Uh, they got I think they keep it to the divisions. Honestly, I think that's how they would do it. But that be which kind of sucks
0: because that's kind of eliminating the point.
1: I'm talking about Purdue, and I gotta worry about them week one too. I'm not worried. Penn State's gonna win. I'm not worried. One of my buddies. Like, Are you sure about that? Not worried. Three and a half opening at three and a half point favorites is very telling on the road. Very telling what's going to happen. That is true. You gained by a touchdown.
0: Not to worried. be fair, people have also opened as three and a half point favorites on the road and lost to Purdue. Yep. I believe that's what Michigan State's line was last year. So I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll leave it at that. Yeah,
1: week one, I just realized that James Franklin's our head coach. Yeah, there's an article coming about this out about this soon, guys. So make sure you read that when it comes out the next couple of days. But yeah, I'm not worried. Uh maybe I'm a little worried, but I think Penn State
0: will win week one. You no, know that's my, I'm guaranteeing a win. No, I'm not. <laughs> and that's where we ended it. You did not just see uh, him rescind his guarantee. You only saw the guarantee. Penn State, congratulations on being one and No. Sucks for you, Purdue. You'll spoil someone else's season. It'll probably be Minnesota's. Appreciate you for watching, listening, whatever the heck you're doing with this podcast. If you made it this far, really appreciate you. Like, comment, subscribe, do all that stuff that we told you to do earlier if you didn't do it already. And if you did do it already, please don't click the like, subscribe button again because then it kind of doesn't do it. So make sure it's clicked. Click it. Uh, Appreciate you for watching T-Portal CFB on Twitter. We have a crazy few what six weeks until the season
1: oh yeah it's coming right up i'm very excited
0: college football is coming be ready Hawaii
1: vanderbilt august 27th 10 30 p.m
0: eastern get ready some people might wait an extra day i i won't because i'm a sicko we're all sickos here I'll be but we'll be ready hawaii vanderbilt thank you everyone for watching listening have a great day